What's going on, y'all? You are listening to the Quarter Note, an album review podcast for musically inclined individuals <laughs> analyzing a single project at a time. It's your boy, <laughs> JCast. It's your boy, Jelani Carter. It's me, Dowdy Jones. It's your boy, as of May 7th, Vax Mercury, aka Pfizer Soze. Holla at you. Hey, oh, my lord. Yo. <laughs> Bong, 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 bong. <laughs> um, uh, thanks for tuning in. As always, we are diving into the new Topaz Jones record. Don't go telling your mama, Dre, what you got for us? The sophomore project from Montclair, New Jersey artist Topaz Jones. Hey, he's from Jersey? Me. Yes, he is. I knew you'd light up for that. <laughs> and Montclair. So he's close by yep. too. Yep. Hey, um, gang, gang. Uh, This sophomore project finds him leaning into funk and soul weaving tales of his childhood over rich instrumentation Uh, released in conjunction with a short film of the same name. The album paints a perfect snapshot of Afro-American living complete with barbecues and brawls and a level of reflection that comes with a level of maturity. Um, My short review is that I really like this. Thing. Yeah, I was I just about really to like say, spoiler thing. alert, one of my favorite albums I heard this year, honestly. Like, seriously, seriously. it's spoiler. so, so good. So oh, good. you I, ruined it, bro. You ruined the review. <laughs> nah. Yeah, Come I wasn't on, expecting Shane, it to you... be so funky. And uh, I think before we started recording, Cass was talking about, like, the production value being so high. I was, I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting. I, I knew of Topaz Jones. And because um, we kind of operate in the same spaces, low key, because the friends that I know and all this extra stuff. Um, so I knew okay. of him. I mean, you know, I just told my shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, like, I'm gassing, flex. I'm gassing, I'm gassing it. But yeah, but like this is like years ago. Um, but yeah, so I, I knew of him. I listened to a few songs here and there, watched a few music videos, but I never really dove into a project. So this was the first project I actually like listened to all the way through. I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, he's definitely on my radar now. So like if he puts out another album in the next two years, I'm definitely going to check that out. Like he he really like swung for it. And I and I think he's, this is probably like the most like maybe press that he's been getting for uh, this album. Because I'm seeing a lot of publications that I normally follow and see talk about albums give it high praise and give it some like some love so i think this is definitely like his most successful and like well-known like he definitely swung for the fences and and it, and it paid off yeah um i agree with all that this album slap bro it's it slaps because it's endearing it's autobiographical while being existential of like the black family and it's detailed, but it's not verbose or a lot to swallow. Um, it's intimate, but it's honest and it's reflective and and just it's deep, but it's subtle in how deep it it is or how how he comes off. It's mm-hmm. there's like it's, a finesse to it. Yeah, it, yeah, that's the word. It, it just rolls off. It's it's very effortless. Mm-hmm. It's one of it's one of those projects that come out in an artist's career, especially like a, a new artist that serves as almost like a capstone in their resume. Like I, I 
listen to this record and I think of Section 80 by Kendrick. Oh, okay. If we're talking yeah. about hip hop, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, because it's like one of those records that I can see like him just popping off on the next record. Oh and yeah, it's sounding yeah. way more expensive and way more famous. Oh, so it's and, like it's like yeah. that that album that's like a good like stepping stone. Like, oh, this is the you know this board. is exactly you yeah, know this yeah, is going to yeah. be the album that's going to thrust him yeah. out into it's the stratosphere. It's going to be one of those records where it's just like, yo, you ever heard "Don't Go Telling Your Mama"? Or it's <laughs> yeah. like it's going to be one yeah. of those records where you tell your boys, it's just like, yo, I'm just like you know now. Don't go tell your mama. Is you next. know what? I, I honestly think that's like the perfect. That's like the perfect way to describe this because, like, it's like one of those albums that you listen to and you're like, "Oh, I'm like, I'm kind of happy that I'm low key like early on this." You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. like yeah. Because, like I said, like he is, I, he is known, especially in our space. You know what I mean? Like the SoundCloud kind of DJ, like New York tri-state area space but i don't think he's like on like the same level as a lot of other artists that kind of like uh came up out of that maybe selection-esque type of world of like music so like listening to this you're just like oh man i'm early i'm i'm right on the wave and like he's about to like take off like he's about to hit the big kahuna you know what i mean it's funny because i had no expectation of of Topaz at all because I know he had one album uh, prior to this. Has he has Maybe he released right? a lot of projects? Two. I don't know. Two. As I always think arcade. prior to means uh, yeah, arcade was the one before it. But um I didn't listen to it. So and I only knew <laughs> Topaz Jones by name. Like I know I've seen the name. I'm like, oh, I think I've seen you featured on a song that I like somewhere. So like you're cool, whatever. But um I think what what really made me want to listen to this album a is knowing that the short film um had done so well at sundance and then b the execution or the rollout rather on instagram uh what i didn't know at the time is that he was he was uh navigating through the black abcs and apparently that was a a uh, you know, education tool that these two black educators from Chicago, if I'm not mistaken, um, crafted to, you know, help, you know, black kids, kids of color, you know, see themselves in the the, the learning material. So um, through, you know, for, for, I don't know, for the period of like a month or so, maybe longer, he would just post like either a screenshot of the short with, you know, whatever the letter, you know, spelled at the time. Um, it was these really just like visually arresting images. Um, and then, you know, he drops one of the singles, I think maybe like a week or two beforehand. I was like, oh, okay, this, this, this feels, yeah, this feels really like fully formed. You know? yeah, and I think that's like holistic. What, uh, yeah. Like the, from top to bottom, feels like this whole album, you know, was created with Experience. one thing in mind. Yeah. Yeah. Singular yeah. goal, singular idea. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's so, definitely a very consistent a, sounding album. Like, Oh the, yeah, whatever whatever vibe or I guess through line that he set out to like meet, like he definitely like fulfilled that. You know what I mean? Like it does. It, like the album doesn't sound all over the place. At least to me, it, uh, a lot of the songs didn't seem like out of place. You know what I mean? I feel like I, I'll definitely say the opening maybe five or six songs are definitely a little bit more funky in tone uh, and in production. Um, and then it kind of, he kind of strays away a little bit towards the middle and then kind of like closes out properly. So I was a little, after like really loving that first half, I was kind of worried that I was going to like teeter off because I feel like that that's what happens with a lot of 
albums, especially rap albums that we listen to nowadays, like a lot of uh, artists start off really strong because they want to like hit you over the head and be like, hey, this is me. I'm here. This is like my fucking stake in the sand. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, it didn't do that. Like it was like a nice, smooth, like roller coaster. Like it was definitely well paced. And um, and I was like, I was in it for the ride, honestly. Yeah, like I, I kind of went in like expecting them like, all right, this is a very strong start. I'm probably not going to really dig it as much as I thought I'm going to. I I was going to. But I, I wound up like really enjoying a, pretty much all, the whole entire album. Yeah. But what's interesting is that you mentioned that it's it's very tight sonically. It is. And what's crazy is that it doesn't seem to each song doesn't necessarily seem to step over each other's toes, right? They all still seem to fit in their own space, despite it being really tight. And he's giving a wide range of, you know, different flows, different, you know, even just tonally his voice, changing his voice to match what's going on in the content of the song. And I, I, for somebody's sophomore album, that's really saying a lot that you're coming with this level of basically just skill at this point, it's skill talent. Like you're born to be doing this. Yeah, like I, I, I feel you on that because one of the things that I notice about Topaz being such a um, a new breath of fresh air is that he sounds so he sounds older or wiser than he than his age may suggest. Um, I actually don't know how old he is, but um, you know, he's not like Black Thought or yeah. Know, yeah. Um, well, I mean, he, but he I mean, sounds see, like, the, like them. Yeah, you I mean, he, I, th- I think the thing is though, like we, because I know Dre said this and I said this, we we've known of him for like a long time, for a, at least like five years. Because I'm pretty sure the first time yeah, he was on my college, radar was yeah. maybe like 2014, 2015. So he's yeah. not straight yeah. up a new artist, but I feel like he's he's flown under the radar enough that he's been able to kind of like hone his skill in like secret and now that he's like ready to like be like all right this is like my debut to the world not really like debut but this is like my more this is my statement piece mm-hmm. like it, it's it's good that he kind of like operated kind of well uh, relatively unknown because now he's like now he's like impressing all of us and we listen to well-refined rappers all the time or well-refined artists all the time and we're just like oh wow like he's he's out here sounding like a like a like a veteran even though he's he's not but kind of is, you know what I mean? You know what's funny? I just realized the mixtape is where I'd I'd seen the cover of this mixtape everywhere, but I never listened to it. It's that the mixtape's called the Honeymoon Suite. It's like him on a bed in a vest with like a red shirt, and I'd seen that cover everywhere. I guess around 2014 when it came out, but I had never listened to it, so I knew Topaz by name, like you were saying, Jelani. Uh, Something, yeah, I think going back to what you were saying, Jay, earlier about like it, the storytelling ability, it, it, yeah, for me, it feels like, it feels like a lot of the stuff that he's uh, threading just feels like very, feels very conversational. It's not, it's not, you know, it's not conceptually trying to do something. Yeah. Um, and he's not, yeah, and he's not a bad rapper, right? Like, um, one of the, one of the, the, one of the, uh, criticisms that I was reading about casually in regards to this album is that sometimes he'll go for like a corny punchline. I think there's one about like that's people being chargers. <laughs> yeah. That's all rappers though. Like, oh yeah. yeah he's know, like, oh, if you the charger, plug, I want to be, be the adapter yeah. or something. Yeah. You're like, right. okay. like, <laughs> you know, yeah. But like, yeah, it's like, he seems, 
he still kind of got, you know, has a, a young enough spirit where a lot of those, those kind of punchlines and things of that nature you know don't go over make and feel. A career off of corny punchlines. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> but, you know, oh my that's God. That's just bro. how it goes. So. It's, the, you know, it's the funny part is like, yeah, you don't even have to specify a song with Fabulous. It's like, the, it's just him. It's just so you know what I'm I'm gonna excuse a few of these. Like it's totally fine. If you really think about it, if let's say an average song's like 32 bars, you got one or two clunkers in there, that's still a pretty good ratio. That's, you yeah, get a pretty good two. hundred percent. Um what what I like about these songs is that uh they don't feel long. Um most of them, most of them kind of hit around like the two and a half. I guess if you average them all together, it's probably like two and a half minutes. Um, but like each of these songs give themselves the opportunity to breathe. And um, you don't feel like you're being overwhelmed with either too many choruses, too many verses or something like that. Um, and I think that came to like a head for me on who, who for some, something about who is a song feels so well fleshed out. I don't know oh, what yeah. it is about it too. And I think having Maxo, having all three of them on there, that combination of rappers just works so very well. And I can't pinpoint it in a specific way, but it feels like, like, because I guess the the chorus is so like drawn out kind of that, like when the verses come into play, it feels like relief, you know, in the way that you, you, you would create that with like chords and notes and things of that nature. I, I don't know. I guess, more, sometimes it's a testament yeah, to the skill. I feel like yeah. songs are normally structured the opposite where the chorus is kind of like your resting point but this is kind of like no let the verses be what you should be listening yeah. to it's also like that that uh that chorus is just a break it gives you a break from everything for a bit especially because like the verses are just so verbose um you know what actually, you know what it reminds me of? oh go ahead go ahead jay no, I was just going to say I could probably do away with the Maxo feature on that record. But other than that, like, I thought it was this. Good. This album kind of reminds me of how I got over. By the Roots, the album, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, like it has like a, a live, a live feel to it, obviously. Um, it seems like there's I don't know if there's actual like just beats, raw beats on this album. But, you know, it's funk inspired. So, of course, it's got the the live feel to it. But. But something about how I got over felt like felt like clarity for the roots in a way. And I guess maybe that's just like all of them getting older and reaching that point where they're just like, all right, this is how life is at the moment. And this is all of my observations of life at this moment. I guess that's what this album does really well, too. Like, you know, Topaz has this ability to observe, you know, the black family, his particular black family unit that seems extremely familiar to a lot of us, or at least felt really familiar to me um, and also has the ability to kind of like identify who he is in this space as well. And, you know, analyze that in various particular ways. So um, yeah, it just, I guess that, and that, that adds, I guess that comes to a head again, going back to who, like that's where it all feels just like, yeah, yeah like I understand who I am. Right, yeah. right where it needs to be. And that, yeah, to me, that just shows the features are very well picked based on I need you to add to this idea I already have not because of your name not because of anything else they all sit perfectly they seem to be very in tune with what's going on on the song yeah and they don't 
um, they complement the songs. They don't, I, they don't underperform or overshadow Topaz. And I think that's also what's so stunning about this record is that every feature, no matter how wide ranging they are, like Fonte to um, Gabriel, uh, what's his name? Gabriel, oh, Gabriel Fontaine, yeah, and um, Levin Kali, like. That's a wide range of ability right there and differing levels of popularity as well. Um, But however, like it just seems so they were so masterfully placed into the record that it doesn't sound like they were features, but actual original parts of this song, if that makes sense. Yeah, 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 100%. Another thing that I also merit this record to is how dynamic it sounds. Nothing sounds repetitive, right? And I think a lot of it is just because, like, they don't sound like beats. They sound like orchestrations. Songs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, every few minutes, I mean, not even, every few bars, it's like, it's either an ad lib that's just very expressive and loud. Or it's a beat change, um, or it's a change in time signature, or it's a just a completely different song. Like on a Baba Seventies. Yeah, um, there's two different yeah. beats on that, and they yeah, don't yeah. correlate at all. But yeah. it's cool. That was one of my favorite songs on there. It is. And, you know, I sat with it for a while and I was just like, do I like how different it is? But, you know, one of the things is that, like, what's so um, captivating about this record, that particular song, is that both parts are very memorable and very catchy. And while they don't, it's kind of abrupt how they change into each other, um, it they both sound so big and that like that baseline is just dark and eerie and i fucking love it and topaz floats on that record because he sounds like a rapper's rapper you know he just he the poise it, yes and it's just it's just impressive same the same thing goes for um black tame where the last verse slows down and Topaz delivers some really impressive poetry around common perceptions of uh, types of women in modern society. It's a story and every song has its own story. While they all relate to each other, they don't sound like, oh, I've heard this already. Like, okay, get on with it. It's just like another perspective. It's another angle. And the it's it keeps me captivated because of all the tonal shifts and because of all the daring turns that he takes on the record. So yeah, yo, all I mean all of that to say that he crushed his shit. Like I don't know what <laughs> yo, else to say, bro. Yo, honestly, <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, if you can't tell if we enjoyed this, <laughs> we really right, did. Right, right. <laughs> Shout out people I'm bringing a... <laughs> back the 70s dry drums. Because here, yeah, like, yes, I'm like, 70s oh, right. here, and I'm like, man, everybody's mm. just bringing them back. Fuck it. Let's do it. <laughs> this is the renaissance. Let's bring that 70s sound back. Apparently, that's a nod to Fela Kuti. 
I can it requires that, more, yeah, for sure. It for requires sure. more research, but yeah. Also, when I heard that song, it reminded me of an unknown Mortal Orchestra song. Oh yeah, I'm gonna pull it up. Hang on, what was the song? That it that is... reference went over my head, but you guys, are <laughs> if you, if you, if you, I'll rock with it. Go back to work, if, bro. <laughs> Dave. Um, if you ever if you ever listen to the song like acid rain by unknown mortal orchestra it does that same thing at least this the no the 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 choruses all have that like switch up kind of um they sound similar in in melody too so i was just like oh i've heard this before but not really um another thing i really want to make light of is the wonderful transitions of the snippets and excerpts he's using of his family and friends and how they just weave into the song and they they just help again and it's of uh, that comparison to kendrick i think was a pretty good one to make because this is kind of like a, a good kid mad city comparison where you have like these little family and friend excerpts in here to really paint the picture. And again, they, they add to it. They don't make it too personal too. just to, you know, greater talk to your point Cass, about how, you know, it's intimate and honest and yeah, it adds to this, but it doesn't pull you in entirely and saying like, I'm going to tell you exactly who I am. So you're enamored with it, but you're not necessarily given the, you know, the final details down to how oh, I was doing this on this day at 6 37 PM or something. Right. Yeah, it's it's like the sim- similar device used on um, hotels too. Like they set up. Like I think a lot of, a lot of these uh, vocal snippets, you know, happen like after a song, kind of like to summarize the whole idea of the song. Um, whereas I think hotels uses them to like introduce and right. create I think the context. Only one it for does that is DOA where it's in the beginning because that's the one he's like, oh, you know, everybody was afraid of your dad and oh yeah, yeah back yeah. in the day. <laughs> It's short and sweet, and it, it it's purposeful. Um, Hotels is yeah, only like thirteen example. songs on that joint, right? On on yeah. Topaz's album, yeah. What is the runtime? I don't even thirty nine. Thirty nine minutes. minutes? Mm. Beautiful. Fresh. Beautiful. Mm. Yeah, Fresh. you just run it. <laughs> Fresh, bro. <laughs> you just you can run it back, and the like the interjections don't sound like interruptions, unlike um. The American Negro. <laughs> I'm gonna just say it. Like, it was the bro. unlike, and I was like, "Yo, he's about to slander <laughs> some other." <laughs> Yo, like, just if, if, audience people listen to um, listen to the American Negro and literally skip every single. Oh Wait, not word if it's your segment. first time. Just to get an understanding, but you will kind of have to you try won't, to do that. You won't be missing much, bro. Our review is on that. Our review's on now, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode 19. Um, but yeah, all that to say that the 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 segments on here, the conversational segments, sound like pieces of a conversation because this album sounds like a conversation right like it sounds like a very like i feel like i'm at home sitting talking to him and he's telling me a memoir of his childhood you know a memoir of his youth and couple that with being a black man and the uh, trials and tribulations of growing up as a black man and learning about your identity and women and family and trust issues, it all of that ties into it. And the 
skits, so to speak, are like little seasonings that just enhance the whole flavor of the project. Well done, Mr. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Mr. Topaz. Um, uh, favorites? Favorite three? Yeah, all of them. <laughs> he said all day. Joint, son, the whole joint. Joint. All of them. Uh, all I think Dial. <laughs> Yo, dial. Dying is a lifestyle. Fire. Yeah. That's a great track, too. And I love track twos that come out the gate swinging. Like, Same, bro. I love that shit. Love you. Same, bro. Yeah. Uh, dial. Who? Honestly, blue to rich to blue. I really like that switch up. And I really love. I love GGM on the chorus of blue. Mm-hmm. Was, it just works really well. And actually, to that point, too, DOA into who is fire. Yeah. Yeah. DOA yeah. is crazy. I was like, damn, this is yeah. hard as hell. Yeah. Yeah. I love that line about if you were salty then, then by now you got hypertension. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, I, there, there is one Talk chorus that hit low key mad close to home. I forgot what song it is. It's probably Rich. <laughs> <laughs> Relax. Uh, <laughs> uh, I really want to be your lover, but I can't make up my mind. I'm thinking about other girls. That was. Oh. Uh, oh. Whoa. That, <laughs> <laughs> that shit hit uh, stupid uh, close to uh, home. Uh, well, Black Team is cool too, guy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm just speaking my truth. I, I thought we're all friends here. This is a music group podcast. Yeah. I, you know, that's crazy. He said, "I can't stop thinking about the women's." Um, I guess my three would end up being Sour Belts, DOA, and Who. I really like that Sour that three. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I wrote my notes. Those first four songs for me, at least. All slash amphetamines. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, amphetamines is cool. I'm not sure if I it sticks out to me as much as the rest of them, but it's still mm. good. Yeah. If it's yeah. on, it's just gonna go. I'm not gonna change it. Yeah, I'm not gonna change I, any of these if I would put the album on. I feel like the the obvious or like an obvious comparison to this album would be uh, "Awaken My Love." I feel like. A lot. Of, I feel like a lot of the vocal things that they both do happen here, like on Herringbone, like pitching up his voice. I mean, they're both working kind of from the same source material, kind of like that Sly and the Family Stone Funkadelic kind of stuff. So like both of those you know, records kind of are, are offshoots of, of those, their bodies of work. So like, yeah, when I first heard this album, I was like, huh, I've heard this before, but I haven't heard this before. So... Now I'm actually I had to, honestly I haven't listened to Awaken My Love in a minute so I now I feel more compelled to go listen to this and listen to them side by side um, than I have in a while. Yeah, you know, Buggin is great too. You know, it's great funny way to end the album. At first, I was like, "Why is Buggin on the end here?" And then I was like, "Okay, yeah, no, never mind." And it, and it reminded me of something else too. And I can't remember like how an album ends the same way with like a seemingly unrelated, seemingly unrelated story, but kind of wraps everything up the same way also another childish gambino uh connection is that they both talk about spiders bino does on because the internet yeah brown recluse and shit like that yeah the brown recluse whatever the hell it does but yeah anyway that's just me being stupid (laughs) and nerdy and yeah the beat switch up on bugging is crazy too it's yeah yeah bro oh man that's like that's like the last track on damn (laughs) 
Yeah. Delcourt? Yo, Delcourt goes yeah, crazy. like three, three beats. Which three beats like, what the? F- In the middle of the uh, verses, too. I'm like, what? Yes. Crazy. Right. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> um, last, for me, lastly, I would say I, I love the cover, too. Oh, yeah. Does anyone yeah. know where yeah. I was taken? Yeah. Or is it like somebody's very, house or something? Yeah. No, very. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that his family? Also. Like, I have so many questions. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Where you find them all, all them kids? It feels like. It feels like. <laughs> where'd you get them kids from, fam? <laughs> it feels like um, when Solange did her performance at one of the museums. Can't remember which museum it was. But, like. The st- like that whole circular stair, what it feels like has the same vibe to it. So when I saw that, I was like, "Oh, this man been looking at the the Knowles content, right? He's, he's just bridging there. He's just taking everything. Yeah. So like I'm gonna just do it. The scene of the culture. game, man. Yeah, scene of the game, yeah. for real. Um, Love it. <clears throat> this is a three point nine for me. Yeah, I was about to say for me, it's like a three point eight, three point nine. I'll I'll, I'll say three point eight just to because I like even numbers, but. I really enjoyed this album a lot. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna go Cass. I'm gonna give this a three three nine, man. Yeah, I'm gonna do three nine nine. Uh, (laughs) Wow! Oh my god! Um, what else are we listening to? Damn, that's a good question. Um, (laughs) the the, oh, I have a couple of things. I have a couple of things. All right, so obviously, New Rosea Rashad single came out. Jelani was clowning me because he thought I wouldn't like it because it's got some new crunk uh, rapper on there. The was it Duke oh, Deuce? Uh, Duke Deuce. Duke Deuce. Yeah, you don't and know listen, the yeah, yeah, That's just... yeah. What? Let the me tell fuck? you though. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that song is 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 it, like the beat came on. I was like, oh, this is a Zaire Rashad song, and and like, and I think it's just the way he sits in that pocket. But that's really good. I'm also listening to. Um, the new Alpha Mist album. Um, there's a new album from S Fidelity that dropped and Leon Vinehall. Um, uh, the Gay soundtrack. I've oh, is it good? Flying Lotus. Yeah, I mean, it's a movie soundtrack, so you gotta, you know. This nigga Flying Lotus put film. his foot in that soundtrack. No, bro. yeah, he, he did. He did. Yo, For, I, I was not expecting this level of composition from him because I feel like film soundtracks are often very dynamic. They just have to change like that. And some people really can't. But he's he's doing his thing here. Didn't know that there was a an accompanying soundtrack. And I have to listen to it because I was watching that shit the other day. I'm just like. This sounds like a lot like Flying Lotus. Upon <laughs> some research, I'm just like, it was oh, Flying Lotus. This is Flying Lotus. This is why I like it so much. This is why this show is fire. <laughs> um, also, Haram, the Arm and Hammer Alchemist joint. Mm. Oh, mm. yeah. You know, it's just, it's just a dirty rap. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. Yeah. Speaking of Alchemist, I've been listening to, uh, I was listening to th- this thing of ours. That has like Earl and Navy Blue. Oh, right, there. yeah. Bowie James. I'm listening to that. I've been listening to. <laughs> I'm listening to the Backyardigans soundtrack because it's been blown up on TikTok. And <laughs> the Backyardigans be having some slappers, bro. Castaways. Yeah, Castaway. Oh my god, shit's fire. Oh <laughs> um, so yeah. Flea out of Queensbridge. He has a, a album called Rated Star. That shit's hard. Joey Fats came out with a new single. Of course, Isaiah Rashad came out with a new single. Uh, what else am I listening to? 
Willow Smith, Transparent with Travis Barker. That oh, rock yeah. I saw pocket some, that she's in, that that punk man, pocket. Travis Barker still kicking. Yo, hey man, hey man. If you if you're trying to put out like a, a like a that they're gonna modern like, talk punk, to Travis Barker. Exactly, bro. He's he's down to work with everybody that's new. Oh, Kiefer put out a new EP. Forgot about that. Shout out to the piano man, Kiefer. Angelic Hood Rat. Angelic Hood Rat. Wow, that was crazy. Uh, super cut. Um, it's like the de- Kenny Mason. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah it's yeah. a deluxe, but he technically, he technically put out like a, a whole new album. It's like maybe 10 songs on there. So good. Hmm. So, so you, good. You know what else I listened to? I gave a listen. Shelly FKA Drum or formerly How known is as that? Drum. How is that? It's cool. It's cool. Okay. It's cool. I, I like a cover drum. of, um, yeah, I, I really like Drum too. He did a cover of um, Something About Us by Daft Punk. A joint smooth. <laughs> also, Michigan Boy Boat by Lil Yachty. <laughs> if you guys ever want to have a whole episode about Michigan rap, I got you. Nope. <clears throat> cool. Um, guys, guys <laughs> yeah, you can have that by yourself, actually. I'll, um, I'll record it. I don't give a fuck. I'll send you the files. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, all I heard, I haven't been listening to anything but this lately. So, uh, um, the only thing I really listen to is uh, Do Rag Activity, Baby Came and Travis. Yes, bro. I have to listen to it. I have to listen to it. Bro, Let's fucking Baby go. Came, I am so excited for that, man. Like, I, I can't fucking wait love Baby. Music. I was on that like, wave so early. Special. It's good, and I don't even really want to hear Travis Scott stuff anymore. <laughs> Me <laughs> neither. Kidding. I was like, I mean, actually, t- I would have been fine if Travis Scott wasn't on there. I like Travis Scott. He could have not but been on Baby there. Baby so good. I'll just keep listening. Exactly. I I have to make a note. I've been listening to Heaven Hell Heaven or Hell by Don Tolliver too much lately. What? Oh Don Tolliver's fire. Bro, that album bro. is so good and it's so yes. toxic. That album is, is so toxic. Bro. Don so to- yo, medium. Travis Travis Scott found a fucking gem in Don Tolliver. It's so bro. crazy how For good real. that album is. What? But I was listening, listening to I'm these lyrics. I'm like, bro, this man is so Is that disgusting. why you're on Twitter? Like, I can't feel my legs. <laughs> <laughs> bro, that's all go. What the fuck? This nigga is lit. <laughs> I'm telling oh, you, bro. Man. Don Tolliver is the future, bro. He, he, but listen, he's about to be the future out. hook king. If you, Cody if you got che- me tripping. Yo, if you need a fucking <laughs> cheat code, Put Don Tolliver on on the hook, bro. I'm telling you. After dress, <laughs> right, Tony right. got me tripping. <laughs> um, that was a quarter note. Thanks for tuning in, as always. Follow your boys at the underscore quarter note on Instagram. Tell us what you think of the current record. I'm Jay Cass. I'm Jelani Carter. I'm Andre Doughty. I'm Fax Mercury. Peace and prosperity.